I feel like there is going to be a moment where Johnny Manziel is completely irrelevant. But apparently we haven't hit that moment yet. Johnny Manziel just decided to throw Kevin Sumlin under the bus. I guess because he thinks with NIL everything's okay. But apparently the Manziel family that's already well off demanded $3 million from Sumlin and Kevin Sumlin rejected it. What was the quote by Johnny Manziel? So Johnny Manziel told two stories on this. The first was he said that after 2013, the Sumlin, his dad went to Sumlin and asked for $3 million. By the way, pre-NIL, under the table, right. right, for him to come back. And if he could get $3 million, he would come back and play for two more years. I don't know if Johnny Manziel knows this, but this actually makes Kevin Sumlin look good, this part, because Sumlin apparently said right. no. Um, but Johnny Manziel said that someone basically implied someone had an ego about him and felt that he was the brains between the, behind the success of A&M offensively, because someone apparently also could have, according to Manziel could have kept Cliff Kingsbury before he went to Texas tech, but refused to up his pay. And so that's according to Manziel. He said, we all did it. Someone thought he did it. And then Manziel said he took it personally where when A&M remember when they started five and zero with Kenny Hill in 2014 and the, he took it very personally that the narrative got out there that it wasn't about him. It was about someone in the system. Then he went at someone because he basically said that he blew the lid off someone and basically accused someone of parting like he does. He said, quote, I think where our relationship fell out a little bit was, how do you have a guy who's a grown man telling me what I should do? My coach, my guy, I'm looking up to my head football coach is telling me to live a certain way and put all the parting behind you. But if you know anything about Kevin Sumlin and what he's doing behind the scenes, from my eyes, it's hypocritical. One more quote, and then we'll discuss. He said, I think what made Coach Sumlin so great is no longer really with him right now where his focus is. I think life has gotten the better of him a little bit. I don't want to sit up here and be a preacher. I don't want to sit up here and tell anybody they're living wrong or anything like that, because that's what it used to feel like for me back in the day when people were doing that to me. I don't see the same spark, unquote. Okay. <clears throat> so Dylan says on the message board, the Manziel family was never well off. Johnny made that up to cover uh, the money trail from AM. Uh, Dylan's been spot on. So I, I'm, I'm not going to question that. I'll take that. And Caleb just shook his head. So what does all that mean? Caleb, what, is, what does that mean to Kevin Sullivan? What does that mean to Johnny Manziel? Other than Johnny Manziel's just gotten kind of kind of sad. I actually think this is an honest take from Johnny Manziel. I don't think he was trying to throw Kevin Sullivan under the bus. I think that. I think Kevin Sumlin kind of threw his dad under the bus, didn't he? He kind of did. He did. I think Kevin Sumlin, for, guys, for the record, when Tennessee's coaching search was happening in 2011, I was, or in 2010 after Lane Kiffin, I thought it was ridiculous that Derek Dooley got the job over Kevin Sumlin. I felt Kevin Sumlin was infinitely more qualified than Derek Dooley. And it was ridiculous that Dooley got the job over Sumlin. And you can't tell me that didn't have something to do with the name. And, and possibly the, so, well, and, Maybe the racial component was a factor, but um, Tennessee, if you remember in the middle of the Dooley hire, they were scrambling, scrambling. Be sure and hit that like button. Let's bring more yes. people into the program. They were scrambling. So if it came down to, I'm not accusing anybody of racism. Okay. But if it, if it came down to whoever made the final decision, I don't believe it was Mike Hamilton had to choose between two coaches that had the exact same resume 
and one is white and one is black, I think it would have been easier to go with the white guy named Dooley. Yes, particularly the white guy named Dooley, whose father was an SEC legend. And if you are Tennessee's top booster and you're very insecure because you are the son of a businessman and you're not as good as your father, you see yourself in Derek Dooley. But I'm, I think I've named him enough and <laughs> who that guy is. Um, sure. But so what, hap- so what happens after this, Dave? Kevin Sumlin goes to Texas A&M in 2012. Remember, Ryan Tannehill's just left for the NFL. Texas A&M is coming off a 6-6 six and six season in the Big 12. They're going to the SEC. I think you and I and everybody in the world thought they were going to collapse in the SEC, right? Their first year. Yes. Yes. What does he do? He goes 11-2, and two, beats Alabama, coaches a Heisman winner in Johnny Manziel, and is the coach of the year. I think Sumlin, and I, do, I think he's a great offensive mind. I think he felt a lot of the pressure from going to the SEC when he did, because I don't know if that's what he signed up for when he took the AM job. Maybe it was, but I think he felt like I kind of have to w- loosen up my discipline standards because I'm going to need these great players when I need them. I kind of have to let players get away with stuff. And then when he had such success it's for his first year, I think maybe it he started to fall back and have a little fun and relax a little bit. And I I don't want I don't like bringing this up, but guys, he's the offensive coordinator at Maryland now. He had a DUI last year in the during the season. In the middle of the season, he got one as an offensive coordinator. I've never understood that happened with Sarkeesian, too. You're so busy. I mean, how do you even have time to order a beer? But exactly. I think that's why the program got away from Sumlin. I think he actually was a great coach in 2012 who could have built a championship program at Texas AM. I think he was loose on discipline because he because of Johnny Manziel and what he needed at AM. And I think there was probably some truth that. The success early led to him partying. And you know, some it's hard to deal with success. I mean, this could have happened to Josh Heupel. It may happen to Josh Heupel. We don't know. I mean, look what happened well, to Ed I, I, no, no, no. See, I, I, I want to maybe disagree. I don't know if I'm agreeing or disagreeing with you, but it, let's, let's remember one thing. Sports don't build character. They reveal character. So Johnny Manziel, that's my opinion. Johnny Manziel showed up the Johnny Manziel that we learned about. When he showed up in Texas A&M's campus, I don't think he, I don't think the success. Now, the, the success may have opened more doors, but that's still ultimately he's the one who wanted to go do a bunch of cocaine in Vegas instead of uh, getting ready for an NFL game. Yes, that is very true. You are right. Some people can't handle that success, and it is part of their character. I mean, we just what happened when what happened with uh, Ed Orgeron? He won a national title, and what did he do? Divorce his wife and started bringing cheerleaders around campus, and you know, partying all the time. I mean, sunk right back into what got him in trouble in the '90s when he first got fired for public intoxication one time as a as yes. an assistant coach. And hey, Smoky Mountain Red says this: I cannot understand a person that has millions in the bank not to have friends drive him around. <clears throat> we were having that discussion over the weekend with a a, a friend and. How does that happen? I, I've got a guy right now. He's doing all right, probably making $60,000 a year. But if I told him he doesn't drink and I don't need it. But if I did and I said, you're my personal chauffeur, you have to be at my house. I'm going to pay you $100,000 a year, but I might want to go to Sonic at 2 a.m. He would do that. Anybody, for $100,000, anybody would do that. I it's think hard. here's I think here's where it comes. <clears throat> I think a lot of these people like to just kind of party on their own. And I also think this, I don't think a lot of people, people don't go out intending to drink and drive. They probably think they won't. And then they probably drink too much. And then they're like, 
in a situation and then they're not thinking straight. And, and look, I still think Kevin Sumlin is a great offensive mind. I think if he stayed disciplined, I don't know how you feel, Dave. I think he'd be a great coach somewhere if he actually, if he, if he kept himself straight, Kevin Sumlin. Um, I'm going to go very good. I don't know about great, but I'll go very good. Um, I always thought he was underrated and should have gotten a shot at Tennessee. I always That was always my pick higher, uh, so to speak. Uh, portions of the program brought to you by our friends at City Heating and Air Conditioning. City Heat and Air. I tell you what, man, they've got 50 years in service at City Heating and Air Conditioning. That's pretty phenomenal. Integrity matters. Other HVAC companies might say, hey, you need a whole new unit. Well, not necessarily at City Heating and Air Conditioning. They will take care of you. Go to cityheatandair.com, support our sponsors. That is why we're here, and we greatly appreciate that.